Welcome to the awesome pod mix. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, "When a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker." That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema. Today, I'll be discussing the 7th episode of Marvel Studios' WandaVision. It's Marvel's first offering in Phase 4, where the Marvel creates movies or TV shows. They are all cinematic. The seventh episode begins with Wanda's voiceover previously on WandaVision, which is no longer happy, and her voice sounds tired. This episode's title is "Breaking the Fourth Wall." It's a tribute to all the sitcoms of the 2000s that had mockumentary shooting styles like Modern Family, The Office, and Happy Endings. We see Wanda still in bed, contemplating on what happened the night before. She is not in any mood to wake up. She pulls the covers all over her head. The kids come rushing to her and complain about the game freaking out and this is where we see the first glitch in the matrix the kids wonder if wanda is sleeping to which she replies mommy is not sleeping she is just resting her eyes billy says his head feels weird and really noisy and he doesn't like it wanda says resting her eyes wanda has no energy when she removes the covers she finds herself in the same halloween costume from last night she face palms feeling ashamed the kids fight for the wee remote but they stop when they see wanda walking down the stairs in her pjs they react amused wanda removes milk from the refrigerator and sugar snaps cereal when she puts the almond milk bottle on the table it glitches to vitamin d milk in tetra pack later it glitches into a black and white glass bottle and then back to color wanda pours the cereal and the milk She sniffs the bowl and then takes a bite just to check if the milk is all right. I love this episode's title sequence. It's a montage where a lot of things just say Wanda in various ways. Toward the end we see a heart on a calendar named Wanda and a text that reads Vision joins in. Together it reads Wanda Vision created by Wanda Maximoff. I love this more than any other promotional design of Wanda Vision. We see a new temporary sword base 8 miles outside of Westview. The broadcast is dead. Hayward checks with his team if everything is ready. He says, "We launched today. I wondered what he was planning to launch. A missile or project cataract?" When Vision wakes up, he sees a bunch of clowns around him. The sword agent is the guy in charge of running the show. while darcy is the escape artist tied to a vintage car the way vision begins his conversation with darcy is creepy because he uses sentences like you don't remember me from last night we locked eyes there was an unspoken understanding darcy says heart pass and literally escapes at the house wanda inquires about vision the kids have no clue where he is Wanda doesn't want to look for him because she feels he doesn't want to be at home. The kids question Wanda about what Pietro said. Wanda says, "Don't believe a word that man says. He is not your uncle. As your mother, you expect me to have all the answers, but I have none. Zip, zero, zilch, nada, niente." She is starting to feel that everything is meaningless. She admits she went a little dark, but Vision is made of vibranium. The kids literally inherited tough skin. I love how Agnes says, "I got there in the nick of time." She was once bitten away from cutting her own bangs. Agnes takes the kids away and I'm like, "Don't do that, Wanda. Don't trust this woman." The house starts to glitch more rapidly now. Wanda tries to fix it with her magic. Wanda incessantly repeats, 
I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. She clearly isn't fine. Outside the hex, Monica and Jimmy read Darcy's email. They discover how Hayward didn't want to decommission Vision but get him back online. Wanda brought Vision to life and now Hayward wants his sentient weapon back. Monica arrives at the spot where the aerospace engineer is waiting for her. Major Goodner shows Monica the vehicle that she's prepared for Monica to get inside the hex. Monica thinks it's perfect. Inside the hex, Swords full form is spectacular world of rapturous diversions. Vision follows Darcy around to convince her that she was trying to help him last night. Darcy thinks Vision is pursuing her so she agrees to go on a date. Vision tricks her just to awaken her. Darcy introduces herself and Vision remembers intercepting her email in episode 5. Vision has questions and Darcy has answers, but not for Vision's first two questions which are are my children safe? And who is that imposter, Pietro? They take the funnel cake truck to get to his house. Wanda's house starts to glitch at a much more rapid pace. And even the stoke makes an appearance from the episode now in colour. Wanda has no clue what's happening and she's unable to fix it. The voice behind the camera asks, Do you think maybe this is what you deserve? Wanda is appalled because the people behind the camera are not supposed to talk. It was Agnes in the director's chair behind the camera. Cut to commercial. Nexus Antidepressants. Damn, that was cheerful. Nexus Antidepressants. This is about Wanda's current mental condition. She needs to consult a doctor, probably Doctor Strange, to heal. She's a Nexus being, which means she's the same in every universe. Nexus, to anchor you back to your reality or the reality of your choosing. Agnes's house exterior is the same as Bewitched house exterior. Agnes gets the kids some beverage. Billy likes it here because it's quiet and even mentions that Agnes is quiet on the inside. Tommy is worried about his mom. Agnes tells them not to worry and assures them that their mom is a super mom. In the interview, she says she can't say their mom is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It's actually a catchphrase of Sunny the Cuckoo Bird the cartoon mascot of the General Mills breakfast cereal, Cocoa Puffs. I go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Cuckoo means crazy. Outside the hex, Monica is all set to go inside the hex again. The vehicle is so heavy that the mud is unearthing as she progresses ahead. She tries to get inside the hex, but the hex resists and rewrites the molecules of the space rover. Jimmy tells Monica to get out. Monica barely escapes in the nick of time. The Hex changes half the rover into a pickup truck and then throws it off in the distance. Monica looks at the space rover and back at the Hex and then back at Jimmy, now more determined than ever. Jimmy senses what Monica's next move is going to be. He tries to stop her, but for Monica, there's no turning back now. She drops her space helmet and rushes toward the Hex. Even though she struggles to get through, she doesn't give up and charges in. We see Monica's various avatars. Post-snap in the hospital avatar, the sword agent avatar, as her Geraldine avatar, and as her current self, splitting away visually. The dialogue from Captain Marvel plays in the background. Some that were also played in the fourth episode's beginning. Some from the scene where Nick Fury wants young Monica to glow like her Aunt Carol. 
Monica puts all her might and she literally pulls herself together and transforms into a hero. Inside the hex, Darcy reveals the details of Infinity War to Vision, how Vision asked Wanda to kill him to save half the universe. But Thanos reversed time and brought Vision back to life only to rip the Mind Stone from his forehead and Wanda had to watch helplessly. How does Darcy know such intricate details? Vision thinks Wanda is creating impediments such as traffic lights, rain, road workers and children crossing the road to stop them from getting home. Vision is not amused. I believe it's Agnes's doing. Vision learns that his original code dates back to an AI called Jarvis. His corporal form was born out of Ultron's plan for global genocide. He doesn't know what he is now. Darcy is stumped too because she neither understands how Wanda brought Vision back to life, nor why Vision can't leave the Hex. All she knows is that Wanda and Vision belong together, and their love is real. Darcy emphasizes on that. They do belong together. Monica reaches Wanda's house. Wanda is taking her antidepressant medication. Wanda loses her mind seeing Monica back inside the Hex. Monica tries to reveal Hayward's sinister plan, but Wanda has had enough with their drones and missiles and Pietro. Wanda uses her magic to take Monica out of the house. She makes her fly up in the air and slams her to the ground. Monica saves herself thanks to her new powers. Wanda is shocked. Monica reminds Wanda that she's not a villain. And Hayward wants to burn Westview to the ground and blame Wanda for it. Agnes watches Monica and Wanda arguing from her window. She rushes to Wanda's aid and takes her along. Monica tells Agnes that it doesn't concern her. Monica wants Wanda to take down the hex. Wanda says, don't make me hurt you. Vision understands how Wanda has been through so much. But he feels it happened to someone else because he can't recall a thing. For Wanda, it's merely been weeks. Her pain and her trauma are still fresh. Vision realizes it's stupid of him to give an interview when he can just fly home instead. Agnes takes Wanda to Agnes's house and offers to make her tea. Something is eerie about Agnes's house. Wanda sees half-eaten sandwiches, Senor Scratchy, Cicada and no twins. Wanda inquires about her twins and Agnes directs her to the basement. At this moment, I feel that maybe the kids are not real. Or Agnes ate the kids. As she says in one of her interviews, I actually bit a kid once, which makes her a witch. Once the show progresses to color and the modern era, the aspect ratio widens, but there's still a slight difference. The screen shows thinner black bars on top and bottom in the scenes inside Wanda's hex. But in the scenes outside the hex, it's more in the film aspect ratio with broader black bars on top and bottom. When Wanda steps down to the basement calling out to the boys, it's pin drop silence. When she reaches the basement, she heads toward the room where the walls are covered in vines. The aspect ratio changes as if we are outside the hex. Tommy and Billy are nowhere to be found. It's a witch's dungeon with satanic symbols and runes on the walls and a glowing book, The Darkhold. Agnes makes an entrance like a villain caressing her pet. She introduces herself as Agatha Harkness. As per the comics, she is the former governess of Franklin Richards, the son of Reed Richards and Sue Storm of the Fantastic Four. 
and also Wanda Maximoff's mentor. Agatha puts a spell on Wanda and reveals how it was Agatha all along. The song is inspired from the Adams family and the monsters. It's most definitely an earworm. Agatha has been responsible for everything, including killing Sparky and sending Pietro, but she did not create the hex. We had figured that Agnes was shot for Agatha Harkness. The mid-credit scene shows Monica snooping around Agnes's slash Agatha Harkness's house. She finds a basement door, the inside of which is covered in vines glowing with purple energy. Pietro sneaks up upon her and Monica is caught. Snoopers gonna snoop. Damn, that was some reveal. You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. If you like what I'm doing, I'll soon be launching the awesome pod mix page on Patreon and you can support me there. Thanks for listening.